Welcome to Storytime with Uncle Reddit, a podcast where I read some of the best posts from across Reddit and around the web. Each episode is a collection of funny content that includes subjects like tales from tech support, entitled parents, choosing beggars, pro-revenge, and more. Today's episode is all about tales from tech support. There's this company with an accountant who has anger management issues and normally was able to deal with it in non-destructive ways. But this one time during a meeting, he expressed how displeased he was with his team for apparent sloppy work. He was pointing to a spreadsheet with a pen when he jabbed it directly into the LCD screen. I guess he made his point. It wasn't so funny at that time. Not so much tech support as it was advice to a web designer who was part of the project. This story tells how you just know some designers aren't really that knowledgeable when it comes to the technical stuff, and also sometimes don't trust you enough to take your advice. The worst kind. After explaining to her, or at least attempt to, how CSS responsiveness works, I proceeded to offer her advice on the tags for the video embedded on the site, plus the SEO. She had heard the list of demands from the project owner, her client, who just like her didn't know much about the technicalities. It was a video about bees, but the owner wanted the public to know that the video in question had been on television and that she was very passionate about the project. I was like, ah, another one of those entrepreneurs that thinks passion is the most important thing for an entrepreneur. Anyhow, the designer was adamant that the tags and SEO terms should contain passion and TV. I told her that wouldn't be a good idea. She then wanted to know if that was because those terms wouldn't attract visitors. I told her, no, that's likely not the issue. Meanwhile, the project owner and her female friend sat themselves down at the table. So there you are, the only guy in an all-female group, and you're trying to explain to non-technical folks why the suggestion was a bad idea. It certainly would attract visitors, likely an all-male audience, I told them but it's doubtful they would be interested in your site for the right reasons, because basically they're not your target group or focus group. So yeah, in case you didn't get the drift on that one, Passion TV was, at that point, an erotic channel. This is one from an ex-IBM tech support forum. Customer, I got this problem. You people sent me this install disk and now my A drive won't work. Tech support, your A drive won't work? Customer, that's what I said. You sent me a bad disk. It got stuck in my drive. Now it won't work at all. Tech support. Did it not install properly? What kind of error message did you get? Customer. I didn't get any error message. The disk got stuck in the drive and wouldn't come out. So I got these pliers and tried to get it out. That didn't work either. Tech support. You did what, sir? Customer. I got these pliers and tried to get the disk out, but it wouldn't budge. It just ended up cracking the plastic stuff a bit. Tech support. I don't understand, sir. Did you push the eject button? Customer. No. So then I got a stick of butter and melted it, and used a turkey baster and put the butter in the drive, around the disc, and that got it loose. Then I used the pliers and it came out fine. I can't believe you would send me a disc that was broken defective. Tech support. Let me get this clear. You put melted butter in your A drive and used pliers to pull the disc out? At this point, I put the call on speakerphone and motioned at the other techs to listen in. Tech support. Just so I'm absolutely clear on this, can you repeat what you just said? Customer. I said I put butter on my A drive to get your crappy disc out. Then I had to use pliers to pull it out. <laughs> Tech support. Did you push that little button that was sticking out when the disc was in a drive? You know, the thing called the disc eject button? Customer. Silent. Tech support. Sir? Customer. Yes. Tech support. Sir, did you push the eject button? 
Customer. No, but you people are going to fix my computer, or I'm going to sue you for breaking my computer. Tech support. Let me get this straight. You're going to sue our company because you put the disk in the A drive, didn't follow the instructions we sent you, didn't actually seek professional advice, didn't consult your user's manual on how to use your computer properly, instead proceeding to pour butter into the drive and physically rip the disk out? <laughs> oh, it's hard to read this. Customer. Uh... Tech support, do you really think you stand a chance since we do record every call and have it on tape? Customer, now rather humbled, but you're supposed to help. Tech support, I'm sorry, sir, but there's nothing we can do for you. Have a nice day. Man, I just do not understand why people tend to do that kind of stuff. What would ever make somebody think it was okay to pour melted butter into a computer and then use pliers to take something out? I mean, there's a button right there. Even if you know nothing about computers, you would think, okay, there's a way this thing comes out. What's this little pokey thing do? You know, something. Or, like, you know, read the manual. This is almost as bad as putting a lotion in the printer. And if you want that story, you'll have to go back a little bit in some of my stories. I do have Starbucks calls that are very frustrating, but funny when I retell them. There was one evening where the fridge for the nitro cold brew wasn't working properly, and the shifts tried to run a cycle on it to troubleshoot the problem. Well, it wasn't helping whatsoever, so I did what I usually do and call it in. I called Enterprise Help Desk to put in a service order, but this guy has to have been messing with me because there's no logical explanation for the way that conversation was going. When you call, they ask for the information of the partner who's putting in the request and also ask for the store information. He kept asking me what the store number was, which means the literal number of the store in the system. Not the phone number. I kept telling him the number since it's clearly not my first call, and he kept asking me what the rest of the numbers were. I was confused what he was asking about because I didn't know at that time that he was thinking he needed the phone number. But I was trying to multitask and run the front register because we were severely understaffed thanks to our idiot store manager, and there was no way for me to leave the floor. He still can't figure out what store I'm calling from, so he puts me on hold so he can try to find us. He comes back and asks for the address again because he had backed out of the page and lost all the information I just gave him. I also will add that I work with the highest volume stores in the city. So you can imagine the kind of stress I'm under. We go back to square one and he asks me again what I was calling him about. I reminded him there was liquid leaking from the nitro fridge that was spreading all over the floor and we're losing cold brew. He never reads back the report like they usually do before submitting a ticket. And I was done with him way before that call reached that point. So I didn't bother asking for him to repeat what I said. I go switch over to running drive through after this because it's the end of my shift. Tell me why there was an emergency call literally five minutes later from a completely different person, possibly his higher up, freaking out and trying to check in on our safety. I didn't answer the phone, but one of the shifts did. So she was trying to explain what I had called about. When she gets off the phone, she comes over the headset and announces that the guy had written down that a barista from our store had reported a nitrogen leak. I don't know how you would think I would have been still in the store if that were the case, but he told his supervisor and they panicked. After the confusion was cleared up, they changed it from a priority one to a priority two. I really wish I could recall verbatim what all was said, but the whole thing was just so stupid that I still don't want to believe someone like that was hired to perform that job. Holy cow, did this guy not get any training? Was the call center so short-staffed they just kind of threw in the first warm body they had to answer the phones? I, I, don't, I don't understand. Usually there's a script for call centers. Just follow, you know, 1 through 100 or A through Z or whatever. 
is usually a protocol. Follow the script. This happened to me when I was working as a tech support for networking products. While speaking, I came to know he hardly understood English, as he's a French guy. Unfortunately, we don't have French support. Sad face. I set my mind that it might take at least an hour to set up the router, and he's going to screw my AHT for the whole day. AHT. Something average hold time. It's been 20 minutes, then I managed to ask the customer to open a web browser and type the router's IP address, and then this happened. Me. Sir, do you see a login screen asking for username and password? Customer. Yes. Me. Type admin as the username. Customer. Bad me? Me. No, sir. It's admin. I used army codes to spell admin and he typed. Customer. A-A-D-M-I-N. Right? <laughs> 35 minutes passed. Finally, you did it. Customer has typed the right word. Me. Can you type the word password in the password field and click login? Customer. Password. He pronounced the P as a B. Invalid password. Me. Try again. Type. Use army codes again. P as Paul. Customer. B as Ball? Me. No, sir. It's P as in Peter or P as in Parrot. Customer. B as in Beater? <laughs> and I tried again. Me. P as Papa. Customer. B as Papa? I lost my temper in this game. My favorite part. Me. Sir, it's not A, B. It's A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, P, P. I stressed on P. Customer. Oh, so it's P, huh? I'll try it now. Finally, after 50 minutes, he logged into the router, and my expression is like, oh. Me. Wow, sir, you did it. We've configured the router. Not technically. Wait for two minutes. You'll get internet. Customer. Thank you so much. You're so nice and very patient. Me. Thank you. Have a good day. My colleagues in my team lead were rolling on the floor laughing. I was like, WTF, this isn't funny. All I did is log into the router, but didn't configure. Thank God it didn't go for quality, otherwise I would have been screwed. I got a positive feedback from him. I don't know how he got internet, but yes, I got a positive feedback, which I can't believe till now. Yeah, I can't even imagine. Uh, I know what it was like working face-to-face -face with people who didn't speak the same language as me as their first language, and... Sometimes things get lost in translation. I can't even imagine doing letters on a phone call. Yeah, that would be just too much. Unfortunately, I've lost the file I kept of the things callers say. So here's a couple from memory. Me. Is it a black and white printer or a color? Color. No, it's beige. Color. I need some black and white ink. That one came up almost daily. Caller, the machine is completely dead. Me, can you make sure it's plugged in and switched on? Caller, ah. Uh. On one occasion, the response was, I'll kill the swine. Apparently someone from a different office was too tight to buy new main leads for their own kit, so had a habit of swiping cables from machines that weren't in use. One customer who was dissatisfied with our service said he was going to take our copier up to our office and set fire to it in the street. As far as I know, he never did. We had some intelligent customers too, as demonstrated by the following. Color. The machine is dead. Me. No, it's just resting. It's tired and shagged out after a long print. The 3200 prefers kipping on its back. And so on. We got through practically the entire sketch. <laughs> and finally a long one. Color. 
I need help with the software for your machine. Me, I can't help you with that, but give me your details and the software department will call you back. Customer, don't you support your products? Me, yes, the software desk will call and help with whatever you need. Customer, so you don't support your products? Me, yes, you need to speak to the software desk. Give me your number and they'll call you. This went on for about five minutes before he eventually decided to give me his number. Yeah, I guess he wasn't getting the point that, you know, there are specialty departments. So, you know, one may be hardware, one may be software, things like that. The OP in this story could have just been somebody who fields the calls initially and then doles them out to the departments that are supposed to get them. But, you know, I thought it was pretty self-explanatory. Way back when it was dial-ups and 56k was king, I decided to help a local ISP part-time for a little money. Free service and using a SunSpark station on a T3 they had. The woman had already called once and the other tech guy had tried to troubleshoot the connection over the phone with no luck. But just to be sure, we went over the setup again. No joy. And it sounded like it should work. I asked the woman to unplug it and reconnect it to the phone jacks, telling her to be sure and wiggle them a bit after reseating them. There was a pause, then I hear her say, It has to be plugged into the phone? <laughs> I started gritting my teeth. Yes, ma'am, and it even has to be the only one using the phone line. Must have gotten through to her since she was using the service when I moved. <laughs> oh, I can't believe nobody explained that to her. Me. Good afternoon. This is Ari. How can I help you? English old lady. My son's computer is just pissing me off. He's traveling with his new wife. Can you help me? Me. Sure, have you started the computer? Lady. Oh, yeah. Me. I'll need to see the configuration. Can you do a left click on the start button bottom left of your screen with the mouse? Lady. That arrow thing is acting like a son of a bee. Not moving. The right click seemed to show me some stuff. I'm laughing but losing patience now. Me. Could you please lift the mouse and check the ball is moving freely and there's no dirt? Lady. Aha! Now I know where that bloody ball came from. My cat's been playing with it since yesterday. <laughs> That's too awesome. Cat's playing with the mouse ball and she had no idea. <laughs> Frantic Angry Caller explains a serious issue in a new computer that's causing windows to crash all the time. Tech support guy. Ma'am, could you please click on my computer? Woman. Well, how can I click on your computer? Hmm. A colleague was handling a call for laptops. The customer had a hard drive that was apparently failing. Carefully following the flowchart, the colleague came to a point where she had to ask if the drive is making any noise. Could you put your ear near the CPU and tell me if you hear any noises? There's a hum. It's the fan, right? No, uh, I mean noises. What do you mean? Slightly flustered. Is the computer making a da-dung, dung noise? The whole team had a good laugh later that day because, unfortunately, that call was picked up for audit. Yeah, I kind of get it. There's there's other ways to describe noises, I guess, um, without getting flustered. I mean, some people, I mean, yeah, they hear noises, they hear it a fan. So, if that wasn't it, you can explain, no, not the humming steady noise. Like, is there a clicking, ticking, bumping, thumping, some kind of noise that sounds irregular or sounds like it didn't sound like when you bought it? Something unusual. I don't, you know, if you don't give them something to work with, I mean, they don't know. They're not tech people. In high school, I did customer service for my father's company every Sunday. I'll never forget this one. Me. 
Hi, this is Derek with Glock Store. How can I help? Customer. Hi, Derek. I'm on your website and trying to find how to check out. Can you help me? Me. Yep, it's the button in the top right corner of the screen. Customer. Is that my right or your right? <laughs> me. Um, it's the same, sir. Customer. What? No, do you mean my right or your right? Me. Uh, I mean it's on the right side of both of us. Customer. Okay, well I found a button. Thanks. And he hangs up. Wow. Uh... As you're both looking at computer screens, yeah, it would be on the right for both of you. That's just weird. My aunt told me to stop by her summer house because she can't connect to the internet. When I got there, I realized she set up the desktop on one table and trying to open Facebook. When I asked her where is the modem, she said, at home. I was shocked. She wasn't kidding and thinking wireless modem could send signals over 300 kilometers. When I laughed, she told me, how come this little cell phone signal is working, but this big desktop can't? Ah, leave it to the elderly. I'll be like that someday. A secretary copying a text. Some years ago, I used to work at a small private institution for teaching English. I live in a country where English is not our native language. The secretary there was quite sweet with everyone, and she was the one who suffered the most the pressure from our boss. I couldn't tell who of the two had less knowledge about technology. Anyway, I got to work as usual, and I see her typing as fast as she could. She was in her late 50s, so she was doing it quite slowly, but trying. I asked her what she's doing because obviously she had a lot of other tasks to do. Receive phone calls, talk with parents, fill in forms, etc. And you could tell she was making her biggest effort. She told me our boss had asked her to copy a whole text, more than 10 pages, from a PDF file to Doc for her daughter's schoolwork. I approach her and I tell her, but why don't you do this? And I copy from the PDF and paste it onto the Doc file. She looked at me while all the words from the PDF file appeared immediately and magically in the doc file. I think she's still thanking me to this day. I don't know what it's like in other countries. Uh, actually, I don't know what it's like here half the time. People say they can do things on computers and they can't. And then employers just make assumptions and throw you onto a computer thinking you can use Word, Adobe, whatever. Program Excel. Yeah. You've been listening to Storytime with Uncle Reddit. If you enjoy this content, be sure to follow my podcast. I upload new episodes at least three times a week.